2: Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in
1: the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend, a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands,
0: because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope program that offers hope to the struggling hope for the depressed and hope for the
2: oppressed now here are your hosts Tommy Wilson Bobby caps and Wesley Jackson well good morning folks we're coming to you live from the super talk studio here in downtown Corinth on a dreary Thursday morning it's the first Thursday of March we're excited about today's show uh, had a little rough weather last night but it's a uh, We're just excited to be here this morning. We're here every Thursday morning at 9.06 to share hope. For those of you who are not familiar with our show, our hope lies solely in one person on this show, and we're unapologetic about that, so we show up every Thursday to share with those that may be struggling, may be oppressed, may be depressed, or... You know, maybe you're just listening, watching it rain, but today we're going to share some hope with you. That's our goal every Thursday. But uh, I'm Wesley Jackson. I'm the uh, program director at the Freedom Center and part of the leadership team at Living Free Ministries. I co-host this show with my good friends Tommy Wilson and Bobby caps Unfortunately, neither one of them is going to be with us today. They both... They both checked out on me, but have no fear, folks. I've got a ringer in my hip pocket today. I've got a, a local hero here with Mr.
1: Brett Butler from Crosswind Ministries. Brett, say something to the folks. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, It's always a pleasure uh, to be with Wesley, first of all, and just to get to uh, fellowship with him and talk about uh, the ministry of the Lord Jesus here in Corinth and uh, and, and, and what he's doing over there at, at, at Living Free and the Freedom Center, and um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to uh, having a good uh, uh, discussion uh, yeah. this morning, and um, man, it's just as 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 the great Minnie Pearl used to say, I'm just happy to be here.
2: So. Well, that's it, Brett, that's it. You know, uh, it's early March, so there's a lot of big things going on in the sporting world. We talked yesterday yeah. as uh, spring baseball will be firing up soon. You said you was a Rays fan, and I'm a Braves guy, but... Yeah. Before we get to baseball, we got a a big month of basketball going on, and uh, anybody who knows Tommy Wilson knows that that's where his heart lies. I I was thinking today on my ride over, I said, well, that's at least one of Tommy's top five loves.
1: Yes, for sure. You know,
2: he loves the Lord, he loves his family, and he loves high school basketball. So that's where he's at today. He's down in Jackson watching the state tournament basketball. And for all the local folks, uh, here's the schedule that he sent me as far as local teams playing still for state championships – Today at 1 o'clock, we'll have Biggersville girls will be playing Inglemore And they said it's going to be a fight Mm. for the championship, state championship game. So we're excited for the local Biggersville community. And uh, we'll be there supporting, rooting Biggersville on. Also, Saturday at 1 o'clock, we got Boonville girls playing Forest girls. And Saturday, Boonville boys will play Southeast Lauderdale boys. Mm. And I believe, uh, Brad, I'm not real familiar with it, but Boonville's... Repeating, right?
1: Yeah, they're, they are. I think sure both
2: are. of them yeah. won state championships last year, and they're trying to, trying to take a chance at doing it again this year.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah, Biggersville, and, yeah, this Biggersville will be a 2 peak for them. Yeah. So that's huge in the sporting yeah. world, local local sports heroes. But um, also yeah. he sent me a message. It says Pontotoc girls will play Tupelo girls. They both play for the championship. Pontotoc <laughs> girls are 4A and Tupelo girls are 6A. So they'll play this weekend too. So a lot of local teams still in it. Down south, I think. Uh, I think he said Belmont lost, and I believe Kossuth lost yesterday. But we'll still be cheering for the local teams. Uh, so, Brett, we got a lot going on in the ministry world. Um,
1: yes, we do. I tell you, I'm. Uh, it's. Uh, it. It. I'm, I'm just always blown away at what the. Uh, at what the Lord uh, chooses to do mm-hmm. <clears throat> in our individual ministries and allows us to be a part of. Yes. Um, you know, just when you think. Uh, just when you think you've encountered something that you're that you, that it's going to be nearly impossible to find a solution for mm-hmm. Uh, the lord always provides doesn't he That's him. and um, and he lets us have a front row seat at, at seeing his hand move so so yeah this year um well th- let me just kind of back up one step so last year uh, in 2022 uh, we just had a uh just really a, a remarkable year uh, at crosswind yeah. uh, we did a lot of the a lot of the things that we've always done we've been around for almost 20 years and um, and so our our main mission if you will is to Serve the poor and the marginalized of of this community, and uh, when I say when I say poor, um, I'm not just talking about people that don't have resources or financial resources. I'm talking about, uh, of course, people that are that are um, poor in spirit and in desperate need of of relationship and encouragement and and all of that. So so we 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 did a lot of that in 2022, but um, as the Lord always does, He um, he introduced us to some new things. He mm. he put some 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 fresh uh, needs in our way, yeah. and then uh, gave us the resources and the wisdom uh, to be able to uh, to serve those needs. So um, so yeah, just a lot of exciting things going on. And then uh, uh, already this year, um, we um, you know we've been very busy. But and I and I say the word busy with a smile on my face because sometimes when people talk about being busy, it can be. Uh, either have a, a negative, stressful, or even disparaging tone, yeah. but uh, but we like being busy. You know, in the in in the ministry, uh, because like I said, we get to see uh, we get to see miracles happen, man. We get mm. to see the hand of God move up close. We get to see lives changed, and mm. I know that may sound a little hokey, maybe a little cliche. You know, a lot of times when you talk to people in the ministry, they 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 they'll they'll throw out the word miracles and 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 lives being changed and things mm. like that. But man, that's the that's the real thing, and that's the truth. And so uh, I'm just. Um, I'm just humbled and it's a privilege to to be a part of this thing
2: well that's it brett um i'm fairly new to the ministry world myself but uh getting to come on board at the freedom center at the ground zero and and starting that up i've seen the uh hands and feet of jesus inside of this community move the heart of the people that met a need you know they seen a need out there put together a plan and, and god has just blessed it over the course of the last couple of years and um one of the ways that he's He's blessed us at the Freedom Center is, you know, we we take in, for those of you who don't know what the Freedom Center is, we take in guys for 12 weeks, and uh, we shower them in God's word, wash them in the water of the word, and we encourage them and try to build them back up and help them to get their feet on solid ground, solid footing, and uh, go back out in the community and, and be successful with life. And so Crosswinds is a huge part of that, Brett. You guys have been just astronomical on the counseling side and the encouraging side. We bring our guys there on Sunday night, and... Uh, you guys do a message for them, and, and we've been just in awe of the partnership that the Freedom Center and Crosswinds has. But over the course of these two years, one of the ways that we've been able to uh, to really, I guess, make things or the Lord's made things successful in the Freedom Center is in the life of our golf tournament. Mm. You know, it cool. takes us, during that 12 weeks, we, we ask the family to to provide about three thousand dollars of financial support well it costs us around five thousand to uh, bring a guy through the program so one of the ways we offset that cost is we do a, a yearly golf tournament and this will be our third annual golf tournament coming up here april the 22nd so we got a big golf tournament coming up april 22nd if you want to be part of it we'd love for anybody that wants to be part of it to come in do a whole sponsorship. That's what we're looking for at this time. We've got our big sponsor, our presenting sponsor this year, like last year, will be Langley Wealth Management. That's uh, Donna and Brian Langley over here at Langley Wealth. Zeb, they do a great, guy, a great job, and they, uh, they're they really big fans of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Donna's on our board. She's been a board member and helps organize the golf tournament every year, so we're thankful for their partnership. We have our two co-sponsors also. we got Gatlin's Pharmacy and Tishomingo. And uh, Grace Chapel up at Pickwick, uh, Grace Chapel's played a huge role in the life of the Freedom Center, but uh, we're thankful for all the sponsors. We also have some other co-sponsors. We got Subway and the Dinner Bell that'll be supporting us. And all of these big sponsors are how we offset the cost That the way the Lord has provided a way for us to be able to supply the needs that these guys have over the course of that 12 weeks. But so we got a huge golf tournament coming up, folks, April 22nd. That'll be at 8 o'clock at Shallow Ridge. If you or someone you know wants to sponsor a hole, it's $1,000 to sponsor a hole. That'll get you a team in our golf tournament, and uh, you'll have a chance to win some prizes that day. So we encourage you to come on out. Uh, it's filling up fast, so sooner the better.
1: Well, Wesley, I got to tell you, um, I absolutely love, love, love the ministry of the Freedom Center. It's yeah. it's It's been something that... Um, that that we've been thinking about uh, mm. for a long time as a as a as a ministry collaborative, mm-hmm. if you will, you yeah. know, Crosswind and Living Free have been working side by side for many years, and and um, I don't know how many discussions we've had over the years about um, you know wanting God to do something like this in our community, and uh, and I guess what being just a little over a year in, what are we fourteen yeah, yeah, months? About fourteen months. But about fourteen months mm-hmm. in, and it's just been um, I tell you, whenever I talk about the Freedom Center. It's 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 hard to put it into words that that um, you know it's it's going the way that it's going. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, we knew it was going to be special because it's the Lord's ministry, yeah. but um, but 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 man, it's just a great place. Let's just say it that way. And um, you know, one of the things, of course, that that we have done at Crosswind this year, uh, since since the Freedom Center opened, we've been involved, um, you know, uh, providing counseling mm-hmm. services yeah. and. And, and things like that. Um, you know, through the Crosswind Counseling Center, um, I'm a counselor there. Bobby Capps is a counselor there. And, and so we've been involved in that ministry, uh, at the Freedom Center for a while, but, but really at the beginning of this year, you know, we really kind of took it an, to another level, yeah. I guess you could say. And we kind of formalized our partnership a little bit more, uh, which really means for me, I, I get to spend more time at the Freedom Center. Mm-hmm. And in addition to doing, uh, counseling groups and, and devotional, um, I'm, I'm doing a little more of the one-on-one counseling Mm -hmm. there with the men, uh, that are coming through that program. So, um, so I just really appreciate it. Um, it's, it's awesome, uh, to be around those guys and, uh, and to love on them encourage them and just see, you know, how the Lord is restoring, uh, broken lives and putting back together, you know, broken pieces. That's
2: it, Brett. It never ceases to amaze me whenever the guys come in there in the state that they are broken, uh, hopeless, if one might say. And over the course of the 12 weeks, you see about week six, the lights start to come on on folks, and they really just start to come alive. And uh, it's encouraging. I tell all the guys during intake week that one of the important hours they'll get each week is their counseling session. And I, I never did... Understand that before going and getting some counseling and and talking about problems. I had in my life before I did it I just kind of seen counseling as something that I didn't want no part of right But I really encourage the guys to get in there to get honest and get open and that that's where some of the healing really begins in those counseling sessions So we're we're thankful for you guys at crosswinds Brett uh, another another big a big event in the in the name of the Freedom Center that we're gonna have this year is living free ministries is been named the beneficiary of the rooster run. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah so awesome. So we'll be involved with that. We're going to be down there in Gift Bottom with Sandy and Roy the rooster, July June 17th, so we encourage you guys to be part of that. This year we will be the beneficiary of that, and we're thankful for that. Um, we're going to take our first break. Before we do, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors. If you're out and about, and you can use some of our sponsor services today, go by and tell them you heard them about it. From us, uh, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet, Nick Baines Law Office, Wilco Real Estate, Daniel Author and the Local Subways, Gatlin's Pharmacy, and Crosswind Ministries. We're thankful for our sponsors. We'll be back.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, this is
3: Tommy Wilson with Car and Mattress Furniture Outlet right here in Car Mississippi on Highway 72. Santa Claus has come and gone, but he's told us if we wanted to stay on a nice list this year, we would have to keep the $300 off of every king and queen that's listed for six ninety nine dollars or more. Also, we have deals on recliners, lift chairs, and adjustable beds. Remember, folks, to get the $300 off, you have to come three miles west of high prices.
0: Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with
2: Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Hey guys, welcome back here to our show, Hope. I'm Wesley Jackson. I'm here in the studio with our good friend Brett Butler from Crosswind Ministries. Brett, we were just talking a lot about the things that Crosswind has going on this season of life and ways that you can serve. Uh, tell some of the folks about what you got going on down there.
1: Man, thanks so much for the opportunity. So we we have, uh, as I mentioned a few moments earlier in the last segment, um, we're we're always uh, we try not to be too rigid in our in our uh, in our mission or our uh, execution of of God's ministry here yeah. in this community, and um, and uh, so a couple of new things that we have uh, going on right now or on the or in the near future um, on March the thirteenth. Um, we have a uh, an event that we're really excited about, and it's out at uh, it's in the Farmington Arms community here in Corinth, and uh, we've entitled it Kid Mix Spring Camp. And mm-hmm. um, uh, our uh, local outreach director uh, is a, uh, a lady by the name of Angel Quinn. Uh, a lot of you folks here know Angel and her whore, and her husband Jordan. And uh, Angel just does a fabulous job yes, uh, with Crosswind. She's been with us for gosh I guess uh, close to a decade now she's been mm-hmm. serving um, the, the people of this community through crosswind. And so Angel and uh, and, and, and some of her volunteers uh, have put together this event. Um, it's going to be March the 13th through the 16th, and it's going to be from one o'clock in the afternoon until three. And so it's open to uh, the the kids of the community. Um, there's going to be all types of activities going on uh, from games, face painting. Uh, there's going to be all types of, of music and um, and dancing. Uh, they're going to do arts and crafts. And of course, uh, uh, there's going to be uh, food and drink and, and all that kind of stuff and 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 the main thing is is, um, is these, these young people that will be involved in this event will be exposed uh, to the love and to the gospel of the Lord Jesus. And, uh, and that's what we're always focused on mm. when we put together these events. So uh, the Kid Mix Spring Camp, March 13th through the 16th from 1 to 3. Um, if you have children that are going to uh, be looking for something to do, there's spring break on the horizon, yeah. uh, city school next week, and county school uh, I think the week after that. So um, so uh, please plan to be a part of that. And, and, uh, it, and I should note that this, uh, this event um, was put together in memory of one of our dear friends, uh, Brother Robert Gates, yeah. um, who was a longtime uh, dear friend and ministry partner uh, with Crosswind. Uh, he was a, a resident of Farmington Arms, and he was just deeply involved uh, with our children's ministry in that community. And so uh, he passed away. Uh, just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and so we honor him and we remember him, and um, and this um, and this event, this Kid Mix, uh, is uh, is in the name of Jesus, and it's in memory of Robert Gates. Um, so we're thrilled about that.
2: Oh man, that's exciting, yeah. folks! Um, if you if you just want your kids to be part of hearing about Jesus. Or if you want to be part of serving beside folks who are out here telling folks about Jesus, it'd be a good event for you to be part of. Brett, when we're off off air there, you mentioned something about a, a new endeavor you are going into yeah. down at, at Crosswinds, and uh, I was excited to hear about it because it was in the, uh, the women's side of the ministry, yeah. and that's not something that we have a, a whole lot of going on in the recovery world around here, and I was excited to hear that y'all are getting your feet wet in that. Tell,
1: tell us a little bit about that. Okay, well, thanks, Wesley. there was a uh, there was a ministry that 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 we did for many years uh, many years ago um, mm-hmm. uh, called Faith Housing. We called it Faith Housing. Mm-hmm. And it was a ministry specifically uh, designed to to help women, yeah. uh, women who uh, were struggling, um, women who had been in abusive relationships and were seeking a way out. Uh, women that had been um, uh, riddled with drug addiction mm-hmm. and, and reeling from poor choices and poor relationships. and So basically what faith housing was, it was a way for us to, to uh, take in these women and just to um, house them, feed them, <clears throat> um, give them counseling, uh, minister to them. <clears throat> And really, just um, just help them get back on their feet. You know, mm-hmm. let them let them stay there as long as they need to in order to be stabilized and and feel safe. We would help them with everything from you know finding employment to getting all their uh, papers together, if you will. And so really it's a uh, it's a very intimate uh, ministry mm-hmm. because basically you're just taking someone in and just getting real close to, and, to them uh, for an unspecified amount of time and just yeah. loving them back on their feet. So that program, um, for a whole bunch of reasons— um, it, um it, it it didn't fail or fizzle out or anything like that it was it was it was really a big program um, at, at, at one time and it was funded by some uh, for, by some federal grant money that was appropriated mm-hmm. for that reason and and as oftentimes happens uh, that money was reappropriated so the program kind of went away for a while but um, but we've just always had a heart for serving women in mm-hmm. our community and so we've just been really thinking of ways to bring it back well I'm excited to 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 tell you that um, very, very soon, we're going to be relaunching Faith Housing 2.0, we call it. Um, It's going to be very similar to the way it was before and and the way I just described. Um, One way it's going to be different, though, it's going to be smaller. It's going to be more intimate. Uh, We're going to serve fewer women, but we're going to serve them even better, even more completely. And uh, so we're just super excited about that. Uh, We have already secured a house And we're just jumping up and down about that. The Lord has given us a house uh, to put this program in. And so we're super excited about it. It's a great house. It's in great shape. It's in the city limits of Corinth. Uh, We're in the process of of, of furnishing it. And, mm-hmm. um, and so once we bring women in there, um, we will, we will be providing them with regular case management. We're going to help these ladies get employed. Uh, we're going to counsel these ladies. Um, we're just super excited about it. And, um, and, and there will be ministry volunteer opportunities uh, for people, uh, not just involved with Crosswind, but in, you know, in, in any church, you know, who's interested in serving these women. So if you're interested, please contact us at Crosswind and, uh, and we'll let you know more about the program, but yeah, we're super excited about it.
2: Oh man, I'm excited to hear that. We, uh, we hear from the ladies inside living free all the time that there needs to be more ministries geared towards helping women. And, uh, you know, sometimes that, that, that's hard to do for us guys. There's a lot of guys in, in yeah, our ministry. So, right, you know, yeah. for us to be equipped to help the women, it takes a, a group effort. And I'm just glad to hear that Crosswind is starting to meet that need. I know I hear Bobby talking all the time about faith housing when y'all did it before. And he yeah. said, man, y'all had some great success with getting women back on solid ground, getting families started back together, um, bringing women back with their kids, reuniting the family. So, I'm excited to hear that, Brett. Um, yeah. I, I was telling you, me and my wife, we support a ministry up in Savannah that it, it does something similar, and they they take women and house them and, and start to get them back on track. And I'm excited. There's something locally now here that we can do. You know, Kathy over at the Safe Haven, they they serve men and women at the Safe Haven, mm-hmm. and the Bridge House has a woman's home there. But we we need something here locally, so I'm I'm thankful to hear about that coming up. So that's uh, that's super encouraging, Brett. Super encouraging. Just love what you guys are doing down there at Crosswind, well, the heart of, of that church or the heart of that ministry mm-hmm. to help the hurting folks. You know, yeah. it's not always easy to help the hurting folks. I was a hurting person. Mm-hmm. We deal with them daily at the Freedom Center, and sometimes the hurting people aren't easy to help. Yeah. And so I'm thankful for the heart of the ministry here. Uh, guys, we're going to take another break. Before we do, I just got a message, though, from Tommy. He said he was listening in in Jackson. Tommy, man, we're missing you, and we're glad yeah. you're listening in. He said Jimmy Anderson will have the Biggersville game on at 1 o'clock on 94.3. Awesome. So if you want to hear the Biggersville game, tune in right here on Super Talk. Go
1: Lions. Yeah,
2: go Lions. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back.
1: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is quite simply, what type of help? Bain and Bowen. Attorneys at Law are proud to be a part of this program.
0: At Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen. Attorneys at Law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662 287 1620. That's 286 1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Capps, and Wesley Jackson.
2: Well, welcome back here to our show at the Super Talk Studio here in downtown Corinth. I'm Wesley Jackson, and I got my good friend Brett Butler with me here from. Uh, Crosswind Ministries, we've been talking about a lot of things going on inside the local community and the local ministries that we're a part of. We are super thankful for the support of our ministries, the support of the community, but uh, we're going to get into a little bit of the meat of our program today. Brett, we got together earlier this week and uh, just kind of got a plan together to talk about a topic, and this week's topic is a tough one, Mm. and uh, it's one that we deal with daily inside of our ministries, especially at at the Freedom Center, and I'm sure you see it daily in and out of your counseling sessions. And this week's topic, we're going to talk about shame. Yeah. Before I get into that, I, w- I want to read you this verse, because this this is what I, h- I hope you hold fast to in the moments, maybe, that the devil's trying to work on you and tell you that you're less than and and that your identity is not who God says you are. This is uh, Psalms 139, verse 14. It says, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, over the course of 18 years of addiction, Brett, I had a... Uh, had had lots of failures and lots of loss and lots of shortcomings in my life and uh, at the end of the day I'd started to believe the lie that it was getting too late for me that I had no value that that I had become a mess up Mm. you know that was my identity it was that I was just a failure and uh, had no purpose and didn't have an identity and I found myself at the home of grace and had been there about I guess about seven days, and uh, we were getting ready for chapel one evening, and and a guy come up to me, and he had been seeing me go to the altar every night. I would go to the altar. I was just praying to the Lord to remove these defects from me, to strip me from the shame and this guilt of of just endless guilt, you know, just repetitive guilt in my life that had morphed into shame. Mm. I had been guilty for so long, which guilt's not always a bad thing because. A lot of times in my life, I was guilty of most of the things I had done. The thing was, I never turned from those those guilty moments. I just lived in them, and they turned into shame, and that became kind of my identity of, of who I was. Well, the guy told me he told me this verse before we went to chapel. He said, "Man, I seen you going up there, and uh, you know, Bible says that God forgives you whenever you ask for forgiveness." And he said, "You know, and if you're in Christ, Romans eight one will become real in your life." And um, I I want to read that that verse to you. It says. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus.
1: Praise the Lord.
2: Well, that was April the 7th, 2019. And later that evening at the chapel, God gave me eyes to see that through the cross I had been forgiven and that whenever I had given my all to him, he, uh, he set me free. He released me from all that shame. I no longer was condemned
4: mm. by my
2: past actions. And, and that verse, he gave me eyes to see that that verse had become real in my life and that was my experience with shame um the shame of the world the the weight of the world that was on my shoulders at that moment god set me free from he gave me new breath in my lungs he gave me new identity at that moment I could hold my head up and know that uh, tomorrow was going to be better. I had hope again, mm. and I'll never forget that moment. But that was kind of my personal experience with shame, and uh, we see it, like I said, every day at the Freedom Center, and I'm sure you do in counseling. But Brett, uh, you know, explain that, explain okay. that for folks who may be un- not understanding, you know, really what mm. shame is in their life.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, Wesley, thank you. Uh, what a what a blessing uh, to uh, to hear your. Your testimony of the Lord Jesus mm. and how He restores people mm. and Amen. saves people and and uh, changes folks and uh, and it's uh, and I of course I've known you for a while now and yes. so I I know your testimony but it, it I never get tired of hearing it I never get tired of hearing uh, what the Lord Jesus mm. does uh, for the people Amen. that He loves and so uh, thank you for that you know you mentioned um, um, obviously you mentioned shame that's kind of the 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 centerpiece of what we're going to be discussing today but you mentioned the word guilt. Also, mm, and I'm yeah. and I'm always um, um, I, I'm kind of a, a, of a of a nerd, uh, if you will, about certain things, yeah. particularly as it applies to theology and and biblical counseling. You know, that's what I spend most of my time doing, and and I and I like to study words because I think oftentimes, uh, certainly in our society, um, we take words. Um, Even though they're different words, we treat them like they're the same thing. And we treat them like it's okay to use them interchangeably. And sometimes, in in, in some cases, it is okay to do that. You know, sometimes there are words in our language uh, that are synonymous, and you can just just, uh, exchange them one for the other Mm. and be okay. But guilt and shame are not Not that way. Um, Now, Mm. oftentimes... Um, we think they're the same things, and we and we uh, we 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 conflate their meanings, and we and we think we can just use them interchangeably. But they're two different things. So, so just as a point of, just kind of a quick um, uh, definition. Let me let me just kind of tell you what the difference is. So, um, I'll start with guilt. Uh, because we're gonna be talking probably more about shame, but but guilt or feeling guilty mm-hmm. is specifically a feeling you get when you have done something wrong. Yeah. Okay. Or either you've done something wrong or you perceived that you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's simple enough and I'm sure everybody listening is 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 saying, oh thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah. But um <laughs> no. But I'd like to take a step forward. So, so, so if, that's, if that's guilt and so that's not shame, well, let me, let me tell you what shame is and let's see if you can see the difference. So shame is a feeling that your whole self is wrong. Yeah. You see the difference there? Guilt says you actually did something wrong. Shame says you are wrong, your identity is wrong and um, and it may not even be related to a specific behavior or event like guilt is. It, it goes deeper and it's more dangerous. So,
2: so yeah. let me let me get this clear maybe lay it out for the yeah. folks listening. Yeah. So to me what that says is that guilt is an action that I just, Act out. Yes. I had a guilty action, mm-hmm. but shame is a persona I have taken on.
1: Yeah, and, and if, if you wanted to even simplify that, that, that that's, that's really good, Wesley. And if you wanted to simplify that even further, you could just say that guilt is, is associated with behavior. Shame is associated with identity.
2: Okay, so quick <laughs> yeah. question here. I, um, like I said, I lived in the guilt for so long yeah. in my life. And I feel like in, in my experience, that's what attributed to the shame is because I never turned from the guilt that I was living in, or it never got my attention and encouraged me to do something different, that I took on that persona that that guilt said I was. So what, what do you think about that?
1: Like guilt in a long-term setting, does that turn to shame? Yeah, um, it certainly can. So so uh, one thing to remember is that God, um, God uses all kinds of things yeah. to save his people. And, and I'm thankful for that but um, but one of the things is when it comes to feelings of guilt or conviction, conviction if you will yeah. God regularly uses that to bring people to a place of humility mm-hmm. um, and repentance and, yeah. and we know that that it takes repentance for someone uh, to be restored and so um, so in that sense guilt, is good, yeah. you could say. You know, certainly as it applies to mm-hmm. leading to repentance and salvation and, and restoration. Um, shame, however, is um, is 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 one of those things that's based on a lie. So you have to remember that yeah. that guilt can be good Mm -hmm. and useful because it can lead to dramatic transformation, if you will. Shame, however, is believing something that just ain't true, my friend.
2: Well, I like how you said that, that guilt is interwoven with repentance. Yes. That it will lead us back to the Lord and, and it will lead us to forgiveness or to look for that forgiveness or to look for a different direction. But the shame, it will just camp out on us. Yeah. And that will just that's how we identify when we get into those moments of shame. And the devil really uses that against uh, anybody who's who's been in the ditch long enough. Uh, we get guys in all the time and mm-hmm. man, they've been they've been down and out for a while and they've just started mm-hmm. to believe this lie that they're no good yeah. and that there is no hope. And mm-hmm. why them? You know, what's the use? And I, as I said before, that was one of probably the biggest lies the devil had told me was that it was too late for me. Mm-hmm. i had been doing it that long. And, you know, the longer you're in the ditch. The less likely you feel to come out of it, but yeah, man,
1: yeah. So, so just to kind of take it a step further, you know. So, so people might ask, you know, one of the most common questions is, well, you know, how does shame happen? You know, what is what's the uh, what's the cause and effect? So, I'd say from the day you were born, um, you were learning to feel that you were either okay or not okay. Mm -hmm. All right, from the moment you come out. You're, you're learning that, and you're learning to, 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 to know, are you accepted or are you not accepted uh, in your world, by your family, by mm. your surroundings in your world? And your self-esteem, if you will, was shaped uh, by your daily experiences. You know, your daily experiences of being praised or criticized, yeah. uh, lovingly disciplined or brutally punished, um, taken care of or sadly neglected. Mm. So there's these things and 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 people who grow up in abusive environments um, can easily get the message and believe, and here's the here's the dangerous piece that they are undeserving, yeah. inadequate and inferior. In other words that they should feel ashamed. Mm, and, and and it's you know it's you know damaged goods, defective, forever broken, and using spiritual language, unredeemable. Well, man,
2: yeah. that, uh, that hits close to home, Brett. <laughs> yesterday, I had the privilege to go out to the alternative school, which we do every Wednesday. And the topic I talked about with the kids yesterday was character. Mm, and uh, what, I, what I got each one of the kids to do was list me two character traits that they had that were good mm-hmm. and two that were bad. And as I sit there and watch the kids try to try to list these character traits, you wouldn't believe how many of the kids could come up with the bad character traits mm. they had but didn't come up with no good ones. And wow. that's that's just resonating in my mind as I as I Heard those kids talk about, no, I can come up with the bad things. They're in alternative school. They've been told they're wrong. They've been done wrong. I mean, it's a perfect example of shame sitting in at a young age and they've started to believe this. And that was that was my message to them yesterday, is that mm. they're loved, they have value, yeah. they're not the sum of their worst mistakes and uh so it starts early. Yeah. Childhood. You see this setting in, this shame of uh of coming up short.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, over time, um, those intense feelings of shame um, really can take a hold of a person's uh, self-image and yeah. create this this idea of this um, this damaged person or this or this person of low self-esteem. Um, feelings of shame often stem from what other people think that's it. and um, and I would say that's absolutely true. You hear that. Uh, verbalized uh, by many people that you speak with from day to day, Um, that particular person uh, may become uh, super sensitive or hypersensitive to what feels like criticism, even if it isn't. And um, and and oftentimes feel rejected mm-hmm. by everyone, even though they're not um, inside. Um, these people, um, including these children that yeah. you referenced earlier, um, they feel painful self contempt mm-hmm. and worthlessness. You know that that idea of self contempt. That's you know self self loathing. That's you know I hate myself. Well, that,
2: that's it. That was the part of Romans 8.1 that became real to me is that that condemnation is what the devil uses against those who's not in Christ and uh, haven't felt the, the redeeming power that's in the blood of Christ and the forgiveness and freedom that's in that. But, uh, you know, it, it was heartbreaking to hear some of those kids say that, because as we sat around the table and shared that, even the teachers that were there and present, they were they were just the first ones to jump in and say, well, I see this good about you and this good about you. And it's so easy to get hung up on the bad, and and to take yeah. on that perception of yourself whenever somebody says you did something wrong, and then you have to be punished by it. But uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back for our last segment to wrap this thing up. <laughs>
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
3: Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Farm Charlotte, right here on Highway 72 in Car Mississippi. And man, do we have deals going on. Listen, $99 twins, $99 fools. Also, man, we've got $300 off of every king and queen mattress that's listed for $6.99 or more. Adjustable beds, recliners, lift chairs on sale. And you got to remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
1: Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh.
0: Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley
2: Jackson. Well, hey guys, welcome back here to our show, Hope. We're talking about today's topic, and that is shame. Uh, Brett, you had given a good layout of what shame looked like in people's life, and if there's someone out there listening today maybe that thinks, you know, they're, they're on the fence about, am I dealing with shame? Am I having this struggle of, of, of shame in my life? Or am I feeling a feeling of maybe it's just guilt and not shame. And you just gave, uh, some definitions that, that divided the two and kind of gave clarity of what that is. But maybe somebody's out there listening today and they're struggling thinking, man, I'm, I'm dealing with shame. And I know, I know you deal with this all the time in counseling. What would be your answer to them? What would uh, be your advice?
1: Well, thank you, Wesley. Uh, so uh, as we mentioned earlier, I want to reiterate that um, <clears throat> that the whole idea of shame is um, is based on a lie. So, so really, if you know, the remedy, if you will is being exposed to the, tr- the truth, Amen. right? Amen. And, uh, and we know that the Lord Jesus and his word mm. is the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus says that if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so be, before I get specific on some of the, the ways you can, um, assess or spot shame and yeah. therefore do something about it, let me, let me share some, some, some truth with you about, um, about God and his people. And, um, I'm actually going to quote uh, just a couple of verses uh, from the Old Testament. Uh, The first one is found in the book of Micah, and it's uh, chapter 7, verse 19. And uh, God's Word says that He will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities, and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. So, you know, those, those... those feelings um, of inadequacy right there. The Bible says that God is compassionate. Um, he forgives those sins and um, and, he, and, he, and he tosses them aside and we don't have to carry around that baggage with us uh, our entire lives. Uh, we can let go because we've been forgiven. And then um, one other place, and I, I love this. This is found in, in Isaiah uh, chapter 50, verse 7. Um, The prophet Isaiah says that because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, have I set my face like flint and I know I will not be put to shame Mm. or another translation might might say, I will not be ashamed. And Man. so there you go, right there. <clears throat> well, Brett, to me that
2: tells me that whatever I'm dealing with today, I don't have to tote it around. Yeah, it don't have to hold me back. It don't have to take on a perception in my life that tells me that I'm less than. That I can cast my cares on the Lord, and and He has something better for me. And like Absolutely. you said, the, I love that that reference to the, to hearing the truth and the truth sets you free. You know, whenever you believed a lie for so long, once you hear that truth. Yes. You know, it, it brings about new life. It gives you new, lung, new, new air in your lungs and it gives yeah. you a new set of eyes to see the world through. And I was talking when we were off air and I, I think in a lot of ways, the, uh, the shame that built up and mounted up in my life had originally started by this, I guess this thought process that perfection is what mm. I was shooting for. And yeah. so that was the expectation of my life. I had to be perfect. And anytime I fell short of that perfection, then that was failure. Yeah. And, you know, and I think over over time that out there is what really morphed Mm -hmm. into the shame that I told him because I had to come up short. But at the end of the day, Brett, we're all sinners. We've all came up Mm -hmm. short, but there is forgiveness at the cross. And and that is our hope. That's Mm -hmm. our message today here at at the Hope Show. Mm -hmm. That's always our message each week that there is an answer and that answer lies at the cross and it's in the person (laughs) of Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, amen, and you know, you mentioned perfectionism, and man, that is mm. something that mm. um, that I hear a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's something that I've experienced in my own life, and and there's no doubt of uh, people out there listening right now that are like, "Whoa, you know, he's reading my mail or something like that," you know, because because <laughs> because because we know people that have this idea. <laughs> And this pursuit of perfectionism. So if, if someone is struggling with shame, um, oftentimes they're struggling with this idea of perfectionism. And mm. basically what that is, is this feeling that you must do everything perfectly or not at all. And so, basically, another way to say that is is that you know if you do something perfectly, then then you will be accepted. You will be good. You will be valuable. And if you don't, you won't. You will be rejected. You will be less than. Mm. And um, so there's no, so it's it's a it's a pass or fail, live or die type thing, and it's just not based in the truth.
2: Well, that's yeah. it. You can, and we see that all the time with the guys that we uh, we work with. After they they've struggled so long, they get this mindset of why why yeah. try now? You know, they yeah. they've come up short so many times that it's like you know if they didn't get it right those times, it wasn't perfect. So why even try? Yeah, and that's just a bad place to be. It's a bad mindset mm. to have. Yeah, but there, there there's a better way. We can always yeah. try to be better. And, uh, perfection is not the call for us. Christ yeah. was the only one that was perfect and uh, yeah. we, we trust in his work but you see that really owning folks that lack of perfection and they use it you can use it as an excuse to not even try
1: yeah so uh, so, so let me give you a few things to to, to think about uh, so what does what does shame look like yeah. specifically? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Mm-hmm. And so um, if, if you're someone that is struggling with this identity crisis or this feeling of shame, um, here's what it oftentimes looks like. Uh, so when you, are, uh, when you are engaging with someone else in relationship or conversation or whatever, or if you're even anticipating doing that, Oftentimes, just the thought of that can cause you to be nauseous or have an upset stomach Um, that can be followed by sweating, shaking, um, extreme anxiety, which um, uh, which a lot of people struggle with, um, even manifested into like panic disorders You know, uh, chronic shortness of breath. Um, These are all things that accompany this feeling of shame. uh, When you have, when you're confronted with this idea of having to expose yourself or be vulnerable to another human being, you have this physical crisis, if you Mm -hmm. will, and it oftentimes looks like that. And and to take it a step further. So that's kind of what it looks like or feels like. Well, what does it sound like? So somebody that is struggling with shame, what type of language do they use? And you'll oftentimes hear them hear hear people talk about themselves and say things like, "Well, I'm just not enough," or um, "I should be more," or "I should be less," or, mm-hmm. or you know, "I don't matter," or uh, "Man, I can't win for losing," or "I can never do anything right," or. Or, you know me, I'm just the black sheep of the family and I always will be. And, and then in some more extreme cases, you might even hear people say that, you know, uh, make this declaration that they're, that they're helpless yeah. or, or they're even useless or, or worthless. And, and that's, that's incredibly heartbreaking and uh, for a whole bunch of reasons, probably most specifically because it's a lie. Okay. And so,
2: yeah. Well, that's good, Brett. That's good. I sure appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, Guys, you heard it right here. There is hope. If you've had some shortcomings in your life, that doesn't have to define who you are. That's not who you are. That's not who God created you to be. There is hope. It is in a risen Savior, and uh, we're thankful today that we get to share that each and every day in the community. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Brett, we sure appreciate you filling in. I wanted to share real quick uh, an event coming up in the recovery world. Uh, The Bridge at Burnsville is having a recovery revival this weekend. That'll be Friday, March the 3rd at 7 o'clock. They'll have a speaker. Saturday, March the 4th at 7 o'clock, a speaker. Saturday morning will be a networking event from 9 to 12. There'll be a lot of different local ministries that are involved in the recovery world. If you or someone you know is struggling or, or wants to get... Plugged into the recovery world, just uh, come on out there to the bridge at Burnsville. Also, tonight at Living Free, we'll have Brother Bobby Jackson, Sharon, and we'll have a meal afterwards from the dinner bell. So come see us tonight at 6 o'clock at Living Free Ministries. I'm going to pray for us, and we're going to get out of here. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for the day. Thank you for this time together, Lord. I pray you just keep us safe as we go on our way and bring us back next week. In Jesus' name.